0: You're listening to the Freelance Friday Podcast. I'm your host, Latasha James. Whether you're ready to launch the side hustle you've been dreaming about, working to double your freelance income and go full time, or just seeking inspiration from some of the smart, innovative folks I know, you're in the right place. Enjoy the episode. Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Freelance Friday Podcast. I'm your host, Latasha James, and today we're talking about how to take your followers from you know crushes that you might have, or they might have a crush on you rather, to people who are actually wildly in love with you and ready to commit. So first off, one of the biggest mistakes that I see a lot of people making is they say, you know, if only I had more followers, if only I had more exposure to more people, that kind of thing. And they kind of blame that on why their business isn't seeing the traction and the movement that they want it to. And that's totally understandable why people feel that way. But I actually did an episode, an audio only episode back, maybe a season or two back. It was all about the 1000 true fans business model. It was a book that I read. So I'm going to link that in the show notes for anyone who's curious, but the, the long and the short of it is that you really only need 1000 raving fans, people who really love what you do to make a solid income for yourself. And think about it. If you have a thousand followers, let's say on Instagram, that's not a wildly unattainable goal. I think a thousand is is doable for, for most of us if we're putting in the work for it. If you're only able to convert 1% of those followers, that's 10 people. And think about how much your offer is. Maybe it's a $1,500 offer. That's for a launch or for an offer that you're, that you're putting forth, even if the product is a lot lower and it's maybe a hundred dollars, that's still a really good amount of money to fuel you for a first launch. And then you can repeat that multiple times per year and still be reaching your income goals. So I think the big issue is not always that we need more followers. It's that we're not nurturing and we're not leading our existing followers through our sales funnel to actually get them to convert into paying clients. So my first tip for this is to really understand your ideal client build out a persona for your client, give her a name, give her attributes, you know, really think about exactly who she is and where she hangs out, number one, but also what types of content is going to be really appealing and meaningful to her or him or them. So figure out where they are, hang out where they are, and then observe what types of content is resonating with them so that you are sure that you're creating the right stuff and you're not wasting your time on things that aren't even going to move the needle for you. Now, the next thing that you're gonna wanna do here is create some type of a lead magnet. A lead magnet is basically a freebie an opt-in. Some people call it a free gift. There's lots of different words for it, but it's basically a way for people to enter your sales funnel. So for me personally, I have like a five to 10 page little ebook. I don't even know that I would call it an ebook. It's like a little guide for aspiring social media managers, created it in Canva. And it just sort of, it's almost like a summary of my online course, my signature online course, it's kind of that course in a nutshell, like a little bite-sized version of it. And then on the last page, it has a call to action to join my membership group. It used to be a sales call, which I invited people to, but I stopped doing that. For other people, maybe it's a free course. I did this for a long time as well. I, I still offer actually a free uh, course. I need to update it soon, but it's just a freebie course. Again, it's just a really one-on-one level course, kind of introducing people to social media marketing. Maybe it's a challenge, maybe it is a meteor ebook, a download, a checklist, a webinar, anything like that. Think of what you're going to give people because I always like to put it like this. If you walk into somebody's house, their profile, usually, I don't know about you, but I was always raised to like bring something, bring a a dish to pass, bring some cookies, bring a bottle of wine, uh, you know, just offer something. If somebody else is hosting me or if somebody else is willing to take the time to maybe chat with me and give me advice on something, I'm going to offer something in exchange. So that's really what your free gift is going to be. I really like Flowdesk for hosting my welcome sequence and I'll talk a little bit more about that in a little bit, but that's what I like to use. Another good one for starters is MailerLite because you can start for free on MailerLite. So I will have both of those resources linked in the show notes. And then once you have that lead magnet set up in an email platform ready to go so that basically people click on a link, they see a landing page, they enter in their email address, and then you are able to send them that lead magnet in an email. Once you have that set up and you have that link for that landing page, put it into your Instagram profile, You know, create a a link or something in your Instagram profile, or again, any social channel. This is true for, for YouTube, for me, put it in your YouTube description box, put it in your podcast show notes, whatever and go about your day. Now, here's step two. You're gonna want to really provide value in your day-to-day content. So don't just go off and say, hey, I have this new lead magnet. Like, download this, download this. I want your email address. Um, I'm trying to be real salesy here. Provide value in the content that you're creating. This is honestly my secret. Everybody wants to know the secret. The secret is providing content that helps people, genuinely. So, again, go back to the target audience, that ideal client. And think of what problems are they struggling with right now in their business or in their life or however it is that you help them. Maybe you're a marriage counselor and you are trying to help people who are newly engaged. Or maybe you have an audience that you're trying to help that is on the brink of divorce. They're struggling with, with um, you know, co-working and co-living right now. So whatever that is, you know, think of who that that client is and think of the problems they're struggling with and figure out how can your content genuinely help them? How can you provide the absolute most value that you can? You know, maybe it's a YouTube video on how to have healthy discussions about marriage with your partner or where to find a marriage counselor or, you know, anything of that nature. Same thing for Instagram. You can do prompts, you know, anything that's shareable and saveable does really well on Instagram. So maybe it's a couple of prompts listed out for how to start those healthy dialogues with your partner. I mean, whatever. I could go on and on, right? But the point is whenever you produce a piece of content for whatever platform we're talking about here, you should be able to answer the question, how is this helping my ideal client? And if you can't answer that and it's just completely self-serving or completely random, you may want to reconsider it. Now I'm not saying you absolutely want to reconsider it because I certainly post things on my Instagram that are just for fun or just pretty pictures, you know, of, landscape or whatever that I just want to share. Cause I want it to be on my feed, but like 90% of my content, I, even stories, even the casual stories, I try to really say, Is this going to help somebody or am I just being selfish by sharing this? Now, also, it's a great idea at this point to really focus on engagement in the beginning while you're getting your content strategy up and off the ground. Think about how it's going to help people, but also think about how it's going to drive engagement. Like I said, those uh, prompts and wordy posts, uh, those tend to do well because a lot of people save them or they repost them or they comment on them they get they get people thinking so think about content like that what is going to get people talking the reason it's a good idea to think about engagement right now is because you want as many people into your to your sales funnel in the beginning like that's the goal of a sales funnel is get as many people up here to be interested in you to follow you to watch your youtube videos to you know like your instagram posts. and then over time you're going to kind of whittle that down and qualify those leads to the point where when they get on a sales call with you, you really only know that the most qualified people are there to talk to you. So get as many people in there as you can. Uh, A couple things that work really well are calls to action. So if you notice in my YouTube videos and my podcasts, a lot of the times I say, hey, let me know what you think, comment below. That's a way, one, I genuinely wanna know what you all think. I think it's a fun way to socialize. And two, it also gives me really great feedback for future topics to post about what's really, what you are really struggling with, what you're really enjoying. But thirdly, selfishly, it drives engagement. So the more comments, the more likes, the more shares, those things all help me out to kind of break through that algorithm. And reach more people. Same thing for Instagram, same thing for LinkedIn. You know, I I make a a point for every single one of my Instagram posts to ask a question at the end, nine times out of 10, I'm going to ask a question. And it's the same, same reasons as I just said, one conversation, I enjoy socializing on there, but two, it also helps with that engagement rate and helps keep my content at the top of people's feeds. Another thing that works really well is using new features like polls. I recently did an Instagram story. Nina from I Do Wedding Marketing, she tagged me in this little like challenge. It kind of reminded me of the MySpace days when we used to do those polls. I don't know if anyone remembers those, but it was basically just like a couple facts about me, you know, my name, my age, my sign, my favorite color, things like that. And you put little poll stickers to get people to guess what, what y- your answers were. It was really fun, I didn't even think much of it. It was one of my most viewed Instagram stories in a really long time. And I think the reason that was is because so many people were clicking those poll stickers that it really triggered the algorithm And let instagram know that this is a highly engaged with story so let's keep showing it to more people again responding to those comments if you're asking people to comment respond to them talk to people this is again for that algorithm but also it gets people Engaged keeps people engaged. I'm always shocked when I see YouTubers, Instagrammers, creators of any types who just don't respond to any comments. And I know that I'm not perfect about it, but I genuinely try to respond to a lot. I at least try to heart things if I'm really busy. But, you know, I watch a lot of creators. I watch a lot of YouTubers and a lot of them don't even respond to me ever. And I'll I'll be honest, it makes me feel you know, not that great. As a viewer, I understand people are busy, but a lot of times they're not responding to anybody. You know, it's not even just a personal thing. If I see they're not responding to anybody, it's like, you don't have five minutes to just heart a couple of comments. So I think it really helps with that relationship building as well, which is really key here. I want us to think, put put relationship building, put that term in the back of your head as well. Don't just think algorithm, numbers, engagement, think relationships, because that really is the, the, the core of all of those other things. Also having conversations in the DMs is a really great way to boost your engagement. i found just, you know, again, I'm not great about DMs. I get a lot, a lot of DMs and I also get some really nasty ones in that other folder. I've gotten some really scary things. So I actually am pretty guarded with checking that folder. So I apologize if um, I don't ever respond to those, but at least for the people who are in my main folder, I try to respond to those and, you know, go back and forth a couple times because again, it helps with that relationship building and it also helps with the algorithm okay so you're building engagement you're posting helpful content Latasha how am I getting these people to convert and what do I do with that lead magnet it's just sitting there not a lot of people are filling out that form here's here here's what you do next I talked about in my favorite books video I'll put it up here and in the show notes I shared a book called jab 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 right hook by Gary Vaynerchuk it's kind of one of those marketing faves and it's a it's a um strategy I really still strongly believe in. It's really my first introduction to any type of community management strategy, really. And I still very much believe in it. It's the jab, 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 right hook. So your jabs are going to be helpful content, engaging content, interesting content, compelling content. Your right hook is going to be your sell. And so this is where you deliver your offer. This is where you let people know, hey, Sign up for my free guide to becoming a social media manager. Join my free course on having healthy conversations with your partner. Download my free video series on social media marketing for e-commerce businesses. Whatever it is that you're, you put forth as that lead magnet, you're gonna talk about that every you know fourth to fifth post, generally speaking. And the idea here is that you've built up this relationship with your audience and your followers, you have proven that you're you're helpful and you know what you're talking about because you, you've been delivering high value content, you've been talking to them, you've been answering their questions, obviously being guarded with this because you can't just answer people's questions via DM all day long. But, you know you've been helpful so now when you give a right hook and especially if it's a freebie if it's something they don't they don't even have to pay for it's a no-brainer but you know i see i see offers for freebies all the time in my instagram feed that i don't take a bite on because honestly they haven't helped me at all before getting to that gated content you really should be giving value before they have to even give an email address because really even though it's free an email address is kind of some type of currency nowadays as well. And I think people know that people know, you know, when I give up my email address, I know that I'm giving something up. I know what's coming next, or at least I have an idea. So deliver your offer every, you know, fourth to fifth post, I would say. And, Uh, you'll start to see that email list grow over time. Now, once you have people on your email list, this is what I talked about, these different email sequences. I really like Flowdesk for this, but again, you can build these out in MailerLite. There's other tools, ConvertKit, things like that, but I personally like uh, Flowdesk. You're basically going to build out a sequence of emails that they're gonna get. So if this is like an evergreen offer, meaning it's a free course, a free download, a worksheet, anything like that, you can build that out now. And really you're just gonna send them the freebie in the first email, the second email, maybe you give them some tip or piece of advice. I think mine, I have a, uh, oh, one of the emails that goes out in my sequence is my top performing Instagram posts. It's really interesting actually. And so I shared like my top five most saved Instagram posts ever. And so it does benefit me because people click over to those posts usually, but it also, and most importantly, benefits them. It's another piece of really helpful content that they're like, oh my gosh, never thought of doing a post like this. I got some great ideas. Latasha coming through with the gems. And then you keep giving a couple pieces of value like this, and then maybe second, third email, you're going to give some kind of an offer. And I think in my my evergreen funnel, I have like a tripwire is what it's called, or a low priced offer to my uh, membership group, which. Is only 37 dollars a month so it's a pretty low cost low risk investment that i'm asking people to make now eventually they're going to be funneled down into maybe a bigger uh offer that i have a one-on-one program when i'm offering that which i'm not right now but social media management accelerator is about to go live for purchase so i'll i'll send them that email so that they can invest in that course things like that so that's sort of how that works now if it's an event maybe it's a webinar or a masterclass or something like that you're really going to do the same thing Uh, it's just going to be, you're likely going to sell on that webinar. So beginning of the webinar, you're going to say, make sure to stick around to the end. I got an awesome bonus for you. And then, then at the end of the webinar, you're going to pitch them, whatever your course, your product, your, your program is, and maybe you're going to give them some type of bonus, like getting access to a group or getting a free download with it, or one-on-one time with you or something like that. And that's the basic idea of how to convert people from social to uh, to becoming a paid client. I really recommend taking the sales conversation to email nine times out of 10, just because, I don't know, something about the human brain, we're a lot more conditioned to accept sales conversations and to make transactions via email versus via Instagram or YouTube comments. I mean you definitely want a private space so I definitely wouldn't do it in a comment section for a lot of different reasons. Safety and security number one but also people just feel pressured. It feels slimy. You look slimy. It doesn't look very good but yeah emails are just a good format where people are are a lot more comfortable and used to being sold to. And again, if you're padding that with help and support and value, it's not going to come across as slimy, as sliding into someone's DMs, asking them to join your course, which happens to me all the time. And I'm honestly shocked at when that happens. I'm not knocking anyone. If if that works for you, I guess do you. But as a consumer, it comes across so inauthentic. I need to have a relationship with someone before I'm going to buy anything from them. And this is not just true of coaches and courses and things like that. This is true for service providers. I want to know that I can trust my social media manager at least somewhat before I hire them. Even e-commerce, we see it more and more nowadays, especially with uh, my generation, millennials, and Generation Z, the generation below me, or after me, not below me, that sounded weirdly hierarchical. Higher, I can't say that word, you guys know I can't say ours. Um, We vote with our dollar, you know? We like to support companies that align with our values more and more than ever before. So it is important, regardless of industry, regardless of if you're a personal brand or, you know, a a brand, an entity, it is really important to build up a relationship with your consumers before you go in with that sales pitch. So that's what I've got. Those are my tips. That's where to get started with converting those followers. I hope this was helpful. If you have questions or if you'd like to see a, maybe a detailed walkthrough of how to set up automations in Flowdesk or mailer lights let me know and i'd be happy to create a video on that in the future and again i want to take a second to remind you that my new program the social media management accelerator the wait list is open for that so i'm going to put that link down in the show notes and i'll give you a little bit in case you haven't been tuning in Uh, The past couple weeks about what the social media management accelerator is all about i'm super excited about it It's a completely new format for me. It's kind of a hybrid between a course and a coaching program So it's a cohort based course really where we're going to go through for eight weeks I have different assignments different lessons. There's going to be two to three classes every single week You can watch them on replay. So don't worry You don't need to be there in person for all of them But a lot of them will be delivered live to have that traditional Classroom feel, and then there'd be different assignments each week as well, as well as the opportunity to network with small groups. In sort of a mastermind style session. So it's going to be a really immersive social media strategy course. It's going to be great for anybody who is maybe self-taught or has a more uh, non-traditional background in social media. So I know for me, I went to school for film and political science. So my social media management experience, I really had to learn on my own. I did know a little bit from my film classes. We kind of talked a bit about digital, but for the most part, I was taking courses. I was Googling, I was reading books. I was listening to podcasts. So it's perfect for someone like that who maybe went to school for something other than marketing or PR or for people who have never went to college or for people who went to college, but maybe it was 10 years ago and the platforms are completely changed. So it's going to be a deep dive into strategy, how to prove success for your clients and all of that good stuff. So again, the waitlist is down below. You're not gonna commit to purchasing anything by signing up for that waitlist. But what I'm gonna do is I am gonna send you an email when the ticketing is available and when you can go ahead and secure your spot. So yeah, I really hope this episode was helpful. Be sure to leave me a comment below if you're watching on YouTube and subscribe to the channel, subscribe to the podcast. And I will talk to you next week for a new one. And I'll talk to you next week on YouTube as well for new videos. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Show notes for this episode are available at latashajames.com slash podcast and contain all of the links I may have mentioned today, as well as an invitation to join my private Facebook group, the Freelance Friday Podcast Community. You can also learn about my ultra exclusive membership community, the Freelance Friday Club. Oh, and if you liked what you heard, please be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or throw me a testimonial over at latashajames.com slash contact. Thanks so much. We'll talk soon.